This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Evidently, the fainting fetish is a thing. Like, guys get turned on by watching women faint. And I didn't know that until I discovered him on Twitter. That sounds like a Bill Cosby-esque thing. Hold on. Like, did you report him to the authorities? <laughs> I mean, for enough money, I'll pee on you, Shade. <laughs> you better not, dude. I swear to God. He's not worried about you. He's just worried about his podcast. Always. Behavior. If everybody could remember that we're doing a podcast here, for the love of God. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So there's something magical about the first time you go to an overnight camp. When I was 10, all I wanted to do was go to space camp. I'd seen all the ads on TV during cartoons, and three or four of the kids that I knew from school had gone, and they made it sound so cool. I got to use a simulator where I was flying a real spaceship, they'd say, while all the rest of us non-space camp kids would sit around and hang on every little word. We got to eat astronaut food, like freezer-dried food. It was so cool. And of course, I run home after seeing all the ads and talking to all the kids at school and I ask mom and dad, can I do this next year? But this was something else on a long list of shit that we ain't got money for that. But there was a light at the end of my tunnel and that light was the light of God. And what I mean by the light of God was church camp. See, mom and dad couldn't find the cash to make my dreams of being an amateur astronaut come true. But if church was involved, they were all in. I mean, you have to understand, if God were a drug, my mom's been high as hell for as long as I've known her. And if there was any way that she could interject more God into me and my little brother's life, she was all about it. So here comes church camp. And she gets excited showing me all the pamphlets. Look, Shane, there's going to be arts and crafts and hiking, and they even have a pool. And as she's explaining it, I start to get excited, and visions of space camp start to evaporate into thin air. And they're replaced with the thought of going away for a week, away from my family, away from my little brother, away from anybody I know. This would be my first foray into the world, the real world all by myself, on my own. I'm going to be Christopher Columbus heading out to explore the new world, and suddenly all the thoughts of astronaut food are replaced with a sweet taste of freedom at church camp. Now, the day I finally get to head out to church camp, I have to go on a three-hour car ride, and I remember being so bored in the back seat that I get lost in a daydream when I suddenly hear the guy from the front seat who took us to church camp, Joel, say, we're here, and me realizing this was not some rinky-dink camp. This wasn't at some campground or in somebody's backyard who had like a farm or some shit. Oh, no. They had rented out an entire college. Now, not only am I going away for a week, I have the week to myself with cash in my pocket for the snack bar, and I'm basically going to college. This was going to be perfect. But as any kid will tell you, nothing is ever perfect. We get into church camp, and for the most part, everything is cool, but only as cool as church camp can be. I mean, the worst thing any of the kids that I hung out with did was buy way too much candy at the store. We spent most of our time learning Bible stories that we learned by the age of 10. I mean, if you don't know Jonah was in the belly of a whale by the age of 10, you've been living under a rock. Then there was all the singing horrible church-themed songs that were modeled after current hits like I'll Be Watching You by The Police or With or Without You by U2, but with a lot more God interjected into it. So one day I'm in the pool being my best me at church camp. I'm thinking about the terrible church songs and thinking about the Bible stories we're learning. And I'm swimming around in the shallow end on Wednesday when I hear three boys start talking to each other and saying, so who are you going to take? Who's going to be your date? I bet I'm going to kiss her. 
And after a minute, I start to swim over and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, you don't know? There's a dance on a Saturday night and you got to get a date. Everybody's getting one or else you're going to be lame. Now, these kids were in my bunk. And the last thing you want to do at 10 years old is be called lame by kids that you'll never see again, but you're going to share space with for a week. So I had to get to work, but I'm petrified. See, I'm not what you'd call a great dancer. As I said, my mom's pretty religious, so there wasn't a whole lot of dancing in my youth. I mean, think about the Footloose Town before Kevin Bacon gets there. That's kind of how my childhood was. And I was always that kid with a drink in the corner at every party watching everybody else dance. But I was not going to have a stranger call me lame, so I've got to get over it and find a date. So that night, I start looking around at every girl I see in the cafeteria at dinner. The girls who are all in my age group, and I'm wanting to find the perfect one. I mean, this was going to be my first date, right? In my head, this was going to be huge. I'm in the church service that night, looking around at all the other girls, trying to find the perfect one. I mean, it can't just be anybody. In my head, I may end up having to kiss this girl or marrying her or something, so she had to be perfect. And then I found her. Her name was Amanda, and I'd spotted her looking at me a couple of times at lunch on Thursday, which by the laws of tween dating that I remember, that meant she was totally into me. So I caught her outside the cafeteria and drunk on the liquid courage of chocolate milk. I heard myself say, would you like to go to the dance with me? And it was like I blacked out for a second because before I started to talk, I remember my palms are sweating and I'm forgetting what to say when I hear the words blurred out of my mouth. But it's like I just went blank for a second after it. And as I stand there, realizing now that I'm standing in front of three of her friends who are staring at me with that judging eyes that only 10-year-old girls can give you, she smiles at me. And I'm standing there with two other boys from my bunk, and I'm waiting for what feels like three or four episodes of G.I. Joe as she's thinking about saying yes or no or whatever she's going to say, when finally she looks at me and smiles and says, yeah, sure, and runs off with her friends laughing. And that was it. I had done it. I had asked a girl out to an actual dance. I was a college man with money in my pocket, and now I even had a woman. I might even love dancing. Who knows? I was starting to feel pretty grown up. So when the night of the dance comes, all of us boys are getting ready, and we're putting on Jordash and Nikes and pulling on little members-only jackets and putting on way too much cologne. And all we can talk about is what it's going to be like to dance with a girl, what it's going to be like to hold a girl's hand or kiss a girl. Now, of course, there's always those two kids that piped up and said, oh, I'd already kissed a girl. I know what it's like to kiss a girl. I've held plenty of girls' hands. But it didn't matter to me. Tonight, I was going to go on a date. Tonight, I was going to take some of my first steps towards manhood. It was going to be a night of first for me. I just knew it. My first dance, my first kiss, and possibly my first love. And as we get to the gym and all the other campers are walking around finding their dates, I looked around for Amanda, but she was nowhere to be found. Oh, she's probably just late. It's no big deal. I told all the other happy campers as they're getting together with their dates and walking off into the gym. And... I start waiting by the front door. You know, she's just a couple minutes late. It'll be fine. And I'm watching all these other people walk into the dance, little 10 and 12-year-old couples whose dates had actually shown up. And as I'm waiting, I start to realize that when I asked Amanda out, we never set a time to meet or which door to go in. There were like three ways to get into this gym. We were 10 years old. We weren't going to just meet inside. We had to make a plan. And both of us had neglected to do that. And I'm standing in the entrance of the dance with my Sunday best on, wearing borrowed cologne, and I wait hoping maybe she was just late, maybe she'd find me, so I waited some more. And after about half an hour, I realized that it was going to be a night of first for me, just not the ones that I'd imagined. Tonight would be the first night I ever got stood up. I ended up not even going into the dance, and to this day, I hate to dance. And I still partially blame Amanda. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of a show where the two guys remember that old commercial from Life Alert where the lady had fallen and couldn't get up. And I always felt bad about it. But when I asked Kenny what he thought about it, he said I always laughed at her. Or as we like to call it, now that I'm older. 
a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com or also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us everywhere you find us because that helps us out a lot. We're also on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but that's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass patrons, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag PotternFamily. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass, independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Stew Talks podcast, a Couples Insight podcast, and the Don't Crack podcast. And this week on episode 177, we have Songbird Wren back on the show, and we talk about all kinds of stuff, including reality television, strange fetishes, wet work in the bedroom, and a whole lot more. So check it out. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Ren. You can find me on Twitter at SongbirdRen. But for now, check out Now That I'm Older with Shane and Kenny. Okay, guys, we have a returning guest, um, one of our friends who um, entertains gentlemen on the phone from time to time. It's uh, Ren, the phone sex worker, has decided to come back on and talk to us. Uh, what is your Twitter for everybody out there to find you really quick? SongbirdRen, all one word. So you don't have to put an at symbol. You you just get to be the word. You don't even need the at symbol, right? It's like Prince. I don't need no fucking at symbol. <laughs> we don't need no badges. So you wanted to talk to us about a show. And uh, when we were setting up the segment, um, Kenny and I were both like, what are you – what in God's name are you even talking about? But you seem to think this is some show that we should have seen because it's awesome. Well, no, it's not awesome. It's horrible, which <laughs> makes it awesome. Okay. Well, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> It's, uh, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like what I do every day. And so that's, I guess why it resonates with me, but it's like a pageant for basic single bitches. What's the show called? The Proposal. The Proposal. Like the movie, The Proposal. And these girls are like performing and they even have a bathing suit segment for this guy that's behind the screen. (laughs) So wait, he, if he's behind the screen, why, you know. why are they wearing bathing suits? Because he can see them, but they can't see him. Okay. So is he like a normal looking dude or is he like like a really handsome dude that they're all vying for attention for? Well, I've only seen this one episode and he had like big ears, but he was pretty <laughs> handsome. But um, he, Like Paul Ryan big ears? <laughs> He was, he had his foot amputated. And so in the interview portion, does this sound like a pageant? In the interview portion, he asked this girl how she would feel about dating an amputee. And she paused for like a legit 15 seconds. So basically what I'm getting at, girl, is will you rub my nub? I know, right? So I got some lotion. Let's just say she was the next to get eliminated but the show's crazy because they can't see the guy but it's possible at the end of the show that he's going to propose to them we say eliminated but i i think it might be dodging a bullet yeah i mean if, <laughs> if one of the questions and i'm not at all like that would take me aback too like if you're on a show like that if you're single you're in your 20s and one of the questions is how would you feel about dating an amputee suddenly you're like what the fuck have I gotten myself into if you're on I would television question that's the like question, a question but from the total different side of it of 
why would it why should it matter <laughs> that's my question is like is, are you fucking with me or are you like really an amputee are like what like, are you doing are you that hooked up over being an amputee because i don't want to hear about it every day well, i, I hold can on. live with it i don't but i don't want you to not be able to move on that's a quick quick tangent about the amputee did you guys see the story about how the, much uh, of his foot's gone is it just a foot or is it like half a leg it's below the knee down Oh, that sucks because he can't even get one of those ski looking legs that makes you run faster than humans. If I was going to be an amputee, I'd be like, y'all just go ahead and get above the knee so I can get them fucking ski looking legs and run around but, like a damn robot and kick the shit out of people. I no, he was a runner. He said that he like, what was it? He competed in something. Yeah, like he could run. Well, he probably has less weight to carry with the robo foot. Exactly. So he does, does he have a robo foot or is it just gone? I think it's just like a regular. Prosthesis. I don't think you know. I don't think he's like walking around on the show. He's yeah, just sitting I'm in a chair. You, I don't care if I had a regular prosthesis from nine to five. I would always have my little blade foot with me too. And I'd, I'd like the Oscar Pistorius <laughs> yes. legs. I mean, I wouldn't like be Oscar Pistorius though because he killed somebody. He's in prison, so I don't no, I agree. Him, but, but I'm just saying, like you, you would have those. He kind used of legs. His, he used his robo legs for wrong evil. <laughs> he used them for evil. Like, <laughs> I'd be the good guy. I'd be like I'd Rick, be like his arch rival. Ren, what do you think? Do you, do you think Kenny would use these kind of powers for evil or good if he had them? Let's be honest. Pickaxe. Well, well let's, let's I was going to my... say, I listen to the pickaxe episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't you think I pickaxe think... would be better with blade legs? I think pickaxe <laughs> would be horrifying with blade legs. I want Ren's opinion. I think you could be more sneaky with blade legs. But See? I think that you thought you were doing more of a good service than you really were. So. Yeah, I think just bludgeoning people just, with a pickaxe is probably like a punisher kind of good guy. You just need to trust me on this, okay? <laughs> That's what Frank Castle said. And look at all those people that died. And he still has a comic book. It's been like 30 years. He's running strong. So, um, quick little side tangent. This guy's, missing, there, this guy's missing his foot. Did you guys see the story about the dude who had some friends over and he like got his foot amputated and he made him tacos out of his foot? Oh, uh, that's gross. Is that on the show? <laughs> <laughs> this was a real story. I don't know any of the details about it, but it actually came up. <laughs> it's like, a great thing to bring up. So <laughs> well, I just saw the headline. And, like, I see saw what I a deal picture. With Do you see what I deal with on a regular basis on the show? I see a picture of a severed foot. And like, apparently in the story, I'd heard somebody talk about it. They said the dude like chopped his foot up. And brought all of his friends over and said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make tacos. And, like, everybody ate the cannibal tacos. Ren, and I think like, we should contact the producers of your show that you watch and tell them they should have people eat his foot. Oh, my God. And see if they'll bite. And if they do, they owe us 10% of the royalties on that episode. So oh you've, you've only seen the one episode where he asked about being an amputee and that girl got voted off the show, I'm guessing. So do yeah. you, do we have anything else? Because I feel like there's feel a like lot you're of ways. I think like that's the problem. Is you're bored with the show? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it feels like there's a lot I of different know ways they if, can go. If science could one day turn his excess ear tissue into foot tissue and graft that bad boy on, that's, so he can yeah, grow a leg out of his that's, ear. That's thinking practical. See, this is the things we know about the guy. Too much ear is not enough foot. So how do we fix that? We chop swipe. off some of his ear yeah, and see if we can transplant that to his leg. It, it's it's cartilage, correct? I mean, think this through. That's smart. See? So I'm, Kenny is I'm a, a fixer. <coughs> Kenny's a yeah. fixer. He's really smart. That's why I got a job. So, Ren, have you had any uh, more exciting phone calls recently that have come up that uh, that are that are better than uh, people growing foot uh, feet out of their ears? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, probably better high, than that. I'm probably but, the highlight. Um, Anybody fucking any chickens recently or anything along those lines? 
Poor chickens. No, no chickens. I learned something today from a guy on Twitter, and I don't think he'll ever call me because I was pretty honest with him. But evidently, and he's probably going to listen to this, evidently, <laughs> Good. The, evidently the fainting fetish is a thing. Like, guys get turned on by watching women faint. And I didn't know that until I discovered him on Twitter. That sounds like a Bill Cosby S. Hold on. Thing. Did you report him to the authorities? <laughs> Hold on. This does, doesn't sound like something people should be into. Does he expose them to chloroform first? <laughs> I mean, does he have a van? Is he choking? <laughs> is he choking chicks out? This sounds like a Criminal Minds episode. This doesn't sound like a fucking a dude who calls a phone sex line is like, "Hey, baby, let me tell you about you know feigning." Uh, first off, I know fainting the, in quotation yeah, marks. Exactly the quote. I've heard the whole thing about like uh, what was his name from uh, Kung Fu and Kill Bill, uh, David Carradine. Yeah, he was choking himself. Yeah, I mean, I know about the whole choking himself thing, but I didn't know like watching you know chick be like my stars and falling out was a big turn on and shit. <laughs> did you really just say my stars? <laughs> I did. <laughs> You're such a southerner. <laughs> I do your class. That's exactly what it is too. It's not even like a porn thing because he sent me clips and it's just like you know random movie scenes and shit where women are like. Putting their hand on their forehead and and my stars, out. obviously. This reminds me of something I learned about recently that there are some dudes that are turned on by women whispering, and there's just videos. Oh, the of ASMR women. thing. Yeah, there's ASMR, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just read books to these guys in a whisper. There are some. And chicks- I'm like, that's the laziest job ever. I could do that all day. Hey, Shay, <laughs> let me check tell this you. out. I'm whispering and making like 45 cents a minute. It's awesome. There are some-, some stuff. There are some things when I found this out, I had no idea. I'd actually found out about this through another podcast. And they're like, there are episodes on YouTube with like millions of views of people brushing their hair. Yes. And I'm like, people are brushing their fucking hair and making money. And Kenny and I sit here and talk to each other. I don't want to fucking talk to Kenny. If I could just brush my hair and make money. My hair is is so much more entertaining than you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel ripped off. Ren, do you ever brush your hair on YouTube for people? Because I think that might be something you could supplement your income with. I guess, Jesus. Uh, no, I've actually had um, I've actually had guys approach me about the ASMR thing, and at first I thought because the first guy that ever talked to me about it sent me this really like professional girl that does it Wait legit. A minute. Like, how is no, she? There's a- like a, there's like celebrities in this world of this stuff. There's like three or four women. They're all blonde. They all look the same. It's weird. Yeah. And what are they doing? Yeah. Just they're whispering? Just whispering, like reading books and whisper. I swear to God. They don't care what she's saying. They could be reading the phone book. They just want to hear whispering. It's weird. They have backgrounds and props and everything. And there are like these intricate stories. And like one of them was telling an alien story and like swiping these screens. And it's ridiculous. It sounds like the stupidest shit in the fucking world. We have gotten so fucking dumb as a society <laughs> that people are recording themselves reading books. Right now, if you want to give me a book, I will be more than happy to read it. I've got a pretty good voice. And you, and you doubt me when I say the powers of supply and demand can solve the minimum wage problem. I, this, there are people that are willing to pay for whisper, and there are jobs out there, sir. There is. This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my entire to now, you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand. Are we people, judging these people? You don't know what kind of hangups they have. Oh, no. If I can judge flat earth people, I can judge people who are reading <laughs> I can books. judge flat earth people because they're just wrong. There's no evidence this is wrong or right. Ren, where do you fall on the flat earth thing, by the way? You're not one of these people who believe it, right? 
No, like we were at, we were actually just talking today because um, next summer I'm going on this vacation that is um, I'm going to Seattle and then taking a cruise to Alaska. And I was looking at the map and I thought, oh, that's cool. I'm going to be like right across the ocean from Japan, closer than I'll ever be to Japan. And so you should drop in. <laughs> the point the point was made that like we as Americans kind of assume that we have to go east to get anywhere in Europe or 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 anywhere overseas. But that alone is solidification that the earth is round because. Yeah, you can go either way. You can go yeah, either direction. If the earth were flat, you'd have to go like under it. They <laughs> they have an excuse for that, but it makes no sense. So I'm not going to repeat it. They they convince that when you get to the edge, gravity makes you go in a big circle and pop out on oh. the other side. It's weird. There's there's a, a simple. So, so they think instead of going around a round surface, when you get to the edge of the disc, you go into this warp. Warp of the time. Bermuda Triangle sort of shit. Toward the bottom, down by Antarctica. You're just being swept past Antarctica without seeing it. Like a log ride or some <laughs> yeah. shit like that, basically. Like it's a, one of those, it's like the water slide with the tubes. So you don't really know where you're going. Sometimes they put neon lights in it to entertain you. You know, if you're at a good water park. <laughs> but you have no idea where you're going to head or where yeah. to end up. But I, um, I'm right there with you. It makes no sense. Every time. Did they- do they think we don't rotate around the sun? Like, yes, they think that that's a falsehood too. They think the sun is fixed oh, okay. and it just, it, it, I, don't, I guess it hides. No, they think it goes around the earth. Oh, that's right. We're the center of the universe and yes. I, the fucking idiots is what it really comes <laughs> down to. They're fucking idiots. Oh, wow. There's a, there's a two word solution to this whole flat earth thing. Time zones. Why the fuck would the Earth be in a different place if it wasn't round? Time zones be fucking me up too, because I do a lot of business with people on the West Coast, and I like get to work at eight o'clock. And <laughs> they're like magic because they're young. They're they're, they're like no, I just they're three hours home. younger than you, basically. It's not bad, for some so I have to wait till ten o'clock to even start making contact with these people to get shit done. That's what I'm saying. Like it's some sort of magic time warp. And by then, coffee's wearing off, and I'm getting cranky again. So. <laughs> Um, I just feel like that that's one of those phenomenon that just blows my absolute mind. But but getting back to the whole AS, ASMR thing, I don't understand. I wonder what the uh, Bachelor on Proposals opinion of the flat earth is. Just to bring it back. He's probably a fetishist. He probably knows everything. He's a stump rubber. He, he probably has like creams and shit like that at home. I wonder, and he's if, like, stump, I wonder if stumps have a tendency to smell bad like feet. Dude, I wonder if it's just the end of the chain that smells, not necessarily the foot itself, but wherever the stoppage is. Me and my wife went to Helen, Georgia. Did um, you find somebody with a stump and smell it? Hold on. <laughs> I didn't smell the stumps, but this dude kind of looked like a centaur because he had obviously gotten his feet um, amputated, both feet, and he didn't have shoes on. He was just walking around on the stumps. And what? it was, it was the way, and they were like, that seems like it would be a good way to get an infection of your stump. Those, they were rough and like, they were calloused on the, they looked like fucking elephant hooves and me and my wife were captivated. Was he just walking like one of the old school cartoon characters <laughs> yes. just wobbling around? Yes. They were even like they cut him off. Absolutely. Exactly Absolutely. Like it wasn't, he didn't like hop or anything like that. He's walking around. You guys went through a portal and you were in, some, <laughs> yeah. in Douglasville. Middle Earth or something. Or in Douglasville, Middle Earth or Douglasville, same thing, both at Orcs. But like he was, he was smoking a cigarette, just walking around talking to his He's friends. A <laughs> Everybody just acted like it was normal. He was like, "Call me Eileen." I mean, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But 
the fact that I saw the dude with the stumps, I didn't get to smell them, but I immediately thought, I bet those smell horrible. Like, probably like a belly button. <laughs> oh, God. Like so, a belly button after a hard day of labor. So this dude told you that, uh, that did he want you to faint for him when you were talking to him? or He, like, buys clips. So because I don't do Shit. video, I'm like, I'm out of the market for that. But he buys clips of girls just pretending to faint. That's weird. Kenny, do you want to <laughs> pretend to faint for uh, this guy? No. <laughs> I don't want to be in his yank bank at all. Kenny already. I don't think, I don't think he's into sexy ass bastards like Ken. Yeah. I but think he would be. For me. I think he would be. Not choking out, though. I never give up vulnerability. Wait a minute. So do you I'm want. Always, always like a predator. Ren, do you want me to choke Kenny out and just watch that she happen? Choke me, you'll be the last person to choke. <laughs> How much would you be willing to pay for no. that? Ladies and gentlemen, we're adding a a, a Patreon tier right now. If you we're, give us twenty five dollars, I'm not letting month, Shane choke me, but you can pay to watch him try <laughs> to choke me. I don't, want, I don't want Kenny to get choked. See? No, just till he passes out, like the David Carradine thing. Again, you, we can pay. They can pay to watch you try. <laughs> That'll be worth it. It's a 30 minute video of me chasing you. You son of a bitch, I told you to quit. Now I gotta call your wife and explain why you're laying out. I'll give him CPR. That'll give you the real money. Um, yeah, there you go. That's what we'll do. Actually, we'll bring you in. So I'll choke Kenny out more than one time and you just keep on bringing him no, back. No, you know, there's no choking out. <laughs> no, dude, we're gonna have to choke you out at least a couple of times. I'm gonna kick times. you in your nards. You remember the one time where <laughs> Straight uh, in your nuts. Where Michael was gonna not jump like, off of Dender Mitchell? Not like wrestling style either where I'm like kicking you in the <laughs> thigh and making it look like I kick you in nuts. No, I'm squishing them bad boys. What's that called? Rochambeau? Rochambeau. <laughs> yeah. I'll go oh, first. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Choke assassin ass over there. <laughs> So you told this guy that you couldn't help him with the fainting videos. You didn't want you didn't want to do any stars or anything like that. You just couldn't handle it. No. Well, I mean, I I just like to talk to people about things that I like to talk about, you know. And, and um, I'm, out fine with, I'm fine with talking about stuff and like getting into the roots and oh, how did you discover this fantasy and what movie were you watching when you got a heart on because somebody <laughs> fainted? But, <laughs> did he have an answer for that? Uh, he said that because I specifically asked him, and he said that it, like as far back as he remembered, it was a fascination for him. So this guy's going to kill somebody. I, we need to report this guy. I believe. I, I think he's probably got some tendencies, but I don't know. He's not. Uh, I'm know. sure the Zodiac killer had some tendencies for a while before he moved on it. <laughs> to me, it would be more like, oh, God damn it, as like an inconvenience. A like, chick passing out means I got to like pick her up, put her on a couch. Can't leave, go get fast food anymore. I was gonna go get some Wendy's, but now I gotta sit here because Passy Out McPatterson has decided to take a nap on my time. I, uh, so I don't see. I don't know how that would be a fetish. It's weird. The psychology's got to be very different than mine. There's a I lot think of faux fainting. I think it's like the act of fainting, and then you can spring back up and do it again. And I think he'd be happy. I don't think it's like literally passing out. Then you're like a ghost. Like you passed out and you woke the fuck back up. We're like, oh my God, I'm passing out. I don't know. There's I bet he really likes Chevy Chase because that's like a big part of his act. There's a lot of a lot of Pratt Falls and stupid shit like that. There's a lot of when you walk through, if you ever find yourself actually in a porn video store anymore, there's no reason to go there anymore because there's so much free porn. They just have it like is it just like red box XXX. (laughs) 
Okay, I think it's pretty crazy that when I was younger, porn was kind of like the holy grail to get access to, where you're watching the squiggly lines on television channels you didn't get and going into CD porn stores, and now you can get it just as easily as kitten videos. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about taking wrong turns down the porn aisles, wet work in the bedroom, and we even talk about Kenny's vigilante known as Pickaxe. So check it out. We'll be right back. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers Promo Edition. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your other host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're a show that talks about movies, talks about beers. I'm the guy that likes big Hollywood blockbusters, big explosions, big dicks, big tits just being thrown out there in your face. I love your comic book movies. I love your sci-fi movies. This is my co-host Jay. He's your more indie art house motherfucker. I'm the guy who likes small dicks, small tits, small independent films that you guys all have never heard of. But we come together to talk about movies and deliver you news on movies. We talk about trailers on movies. We give movie reviews. We're here to bring it all to you with big, hard fucking cocks and small cocks, too. There's there's small cocks need love, too. But you can find us on iTunes at Super Movie Brothers Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. Check us out. Cheers. Cheers. I love the smell of commerce in the morning. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon exclusive content with stuff just like this. Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. Have you ever seen Robotech? See, uh, they never aired it around us because we, we oh, live in the land of the South where math is considered anti-religious. It was more palatable to me than, than Muppet Babies, which I was disgusted by the very idea and never even watched it. I, I hate everything about the Muppet Babies except for the uh, Happy Wheel toys. So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Hello, everyone in the podcast world. This is Gerald, one of the two hosts of Two Peas on a Podcast. I want to ask you to join me and my buddy Andy every week as we discuss current events, pop culture, news, politics, entertainment. Uh, hell, we even talk about robots. We're all over the place, but we try to keep you informed and keep things positive. Go to twopeasonapod.com. Head to our contact page. You can find us on social media and all over the World Wide Web. You can also subscribe on iTunes under Two Peas on a Podcast. Please tune in, and we we hope to see you soon. We can't see you. We're on a damn podcast, but we hope that you hear us soon. Visit twopeasonapod.com for more info. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Right. You go buy toys and shit like that there, I guess, these days. But if you ever go into those, there are sometimes you can take a left down a, an aisle in the video store. Same and find thing on yourself. the internet, actually. It works the same way. If you're on a porn site, you can take an easy left. <laughs> And be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you know it, you're like, I did not know that they used horses for that. That is ridiculous. I think Uh, that's poop. I think that's poop. I gotta go. There's poop. The first time I was unsanitary. (laughs) Unsanitary. I need an adult. I need an adult. Forever unclean. Where's my safe place? Pineapple. 
Um, yeah, dude. There's a, the first time I saw um, a midget porn with a black midget that they called Little Oprah. And it was a. Uh, <laughs> that was the. I'm setup sorry, I'm trying to be outside. professional and not laugh and like snicker, but Jesus Christ, man! And there were four dudes standing on the screen with her, and I'm like, okay, first off, this all just looks wrong. Okay, there were people who sat down and said, "I've got an idea. I know this midget who looks like Oprah. <laughs> Let's bring her in." This is just one of the many times I've gone to the video store and been like. What the flaming fuck What's is going on in America? Is you'll find something totally fucked up, beyond fucked up, and you're like, this is weird, and then you'll see part 44 or some shit. <laughs> 40 fucking four? Are these poop videos? Ah! That's so much scat! It's fucked up to somebody. Um, Everything is fucked up to somebody. It goes back to the fact that there are men out there right now who will pay for women to whisper stories about aliens to them. I read an actual story about a celebrity who I can't remember who it is, unfortunately. Probably Rob Schneider. They used to pay people or pay women to squat on his glass coffee table while he laid under it and watch them take and a poop. Eat? What? Yeah, watch them take a poop while he's like looking up at their butthole. Oh, through the glass poop. table. I thought you were going to say pee. Oh, my God. My stomach just turned a little bit. Dude, this... He wanted to watch it come out of the sphincter. That was his whole thing. <sighs> so he sat under the glass so he wouldn't get shat on, which at least is one. <laughs> What's the shat upon. So at least he had that much sense. But still, who wants to watch that? <laughs> Rick, isn't, was... isn't that one of the things that you can't talk about when you're um, – because of your billing company or something like that, you can't talk about getting pooped on? That is one of the things I can't and won't talk about. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that that's not because they won't let you. Shit, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you clarified. Not just because it's a rule. It's just, no, I'm not going to talk about that anyway. So in your nobody's personal life, on me either. in your personal life, nobody's ever pooped or peed on you. I mean, of course, by accident. I mean, every now and then, you know. I cannot confirm or deny that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that you might have gotten pooped on at some point. Like, no, no. Let's no unpack poop. that. No poop. No poop. So you've been peed on. I cannot confirm nor deny. I know a girl that has a thing about being peed on, and you would never guess it because she's an absolutely beautiful girl. And I don't think just ugly people get peed on. I don't either. But you think that most of the freaky stuff comes from lack of, you know, attention or something. This is a beautiful girl. You would never guess. She'd be like, yeah, it really turns me off. Gotta just piss on my face. But I. See, I don't see that as freaky. Like I, I see it as unsanitary. I mean, just <laughs> goddamn, dude. It's sterile. Especially like after after <laughs> you think a... I've learned from watching Bear, Bear Girls or Grillis, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, <laughs> the dude he, is, he like, is sterile. It's not disgustingly like poop. The dude's like, all they have in the fridge is Lacroix. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> drink my own piss. Um, Still sparkling water here, Shane. <laughs> um, Shane bought me sparkling water for one recording session instead yeah. of tea. And I was very yeah. upset. Yeah. Sparkling water is one of those things that every time you buy it, you think this is going to be delicious. Nope. And then you remember that sparkling water is fucking terrible and nobody I should ever drink it. Because they make the coolest flavors. They like, they ghost you. And then, yeah, no. It's a trick. <laughs> it's a huge fucking trick. So going back to peeing on people, never once in my life done that. Never had any chicks do it. I feel no need to ever have anybody do any wet work in my bedroom. It's the grossest. I mean, if you get asked to pee on somebody and you like them, you're not going to pee on them. I, I, I did the deed. I would never be able to look I told at that chick. She had to shower. <laughs> I wasn't hugging her or nothing afterwards. I could never. There, I peed on her in the bathtub. There are some <laughs> things that when I was still dating, 
And Ren, feel free to jump in on this at any time because there were some things that when I was dating that if a girl did, I would never be able to look at her the same again after it. And it was like, yeah. See, Shane's a prude. You need to leave. No, no, no. It's not that. It's just that we did things that made both her and I ashamed of each like other. if she asked me to vomit in a bowl and let her eat it, I would have been grossed out. She just <laughs> wanted me to pee on her. I peed on my brother a bunch of times. He got pissed. <laughs> she got happy. That's the only difference. Why the hell would I be in the bathroom while you're in the bathroom? <laughs> Don't ever act like you didn't pee on Steven's leg on purpose a time or two. I did pee on the floor when I was in kindergarten one time because the uh, home because the bathroom monitor told me not to. We had a kid in elementary school that peed in the sink, and it was a huge ordeal. It was like a huge scandal. That's how boring elementary school was in White Town. Did you, did you ever pee in the sink, Ren? Did you ever find yourself peeing in the sink when you were growing up? Uh, not that I recall. I'm pretty particular about where I pee and where I sleep. It's like a cat. Cats are cats don't give a shit where they sleep. What's wrong with you? Yes, they do. They give a shit. They they like scope out the best spot for killing stuff. I don't think it really comes down to that. I think cats really don't give a shit. I think cats just sleep. Wherever you don't they know find much them. about cats. I know that there's not a whole lot of prey around your house for cats to be. They scoping don't care. Out. They're psychopaths. They, they they fight their imagination sometimes. So, um, outside of people telling you that they think fainting is sexy and stuff like that, has anybody else, uh, like revealed anything to you recently that's uh, surprised you or shocked you in any of your calls? Oh gosh, I really need to take better notes. Um, you really should. I mean, you know that you're going to be on the podcast eventually. We, you need to have stuff to talk about. What the hell are you doing? I know. He's not worried about you. He's just worried about his podcast. Always. Behavior. If everybody could remember that we're doing a podcast here for the love of God <laughs> and just I'm take notes and shit. I have a list of people who don't like me anymore because of this podcast. That makes for a really personal, intimate uh, reaction with a caller when I'm like, hang on, I got to write this down. Um, <laughs> hey, do you listen to Now That I'm Older? Does HIPAA no, does, then don't. Does, does HIPAA apply to phone sex? It might. It applies to a lot of shit these days. Uh, I'm not saying any names. That's true. Um, <laughs> That's true. Case studies. No, I got um, I got the other day, I got a guy that wanted to, um, he was a diaper fetishist, and he mm. didn't want to be a baby boy. He wanted to be like a baby girl, only not a baby, like a grown-up dressed like a baby girl in a diaper. This guy has like an inception fetish. It's a fetish within a fetish within a fetish. Yeah, it was a lot. And I told him that. I'm like, oh, that's really hard for me to for me to wrap my mind around. Let's break this up a little bit. Let's get and, two sections. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna die diagram this fetish of yours. Um. So, uh, yeah, we just like talked about the roots and stuff, and you know, when he started to think the about band it, or the fetish. What? The, the band, the roots, or the the roots of the fetish? Probably the fetish. <laughs> the roots of the fetish. We talked about Thank the you for your 1940s humor, Shane. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, the roots, huh? <laughs> Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> Go ahead, Ren. I'm sorry Kenny interrupted you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not you, Ren. It's all right. He was so well behaved the first time. Come on, Kenny. I was so looking I'm a little riled up today. <laughs> Is it because you were excited to talk to me? Of course. Yeah, that's See? what I thought. Shane should have um, told okay. me. It should have been a surprise. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they're usually disappointed once we like talk about it. And I'm like, okay, that's all well and good, but I still can't 
<laughs> and I'm not going to participate. I still can't kick it with you. And so in fairness, I always warn them. I'm like, we can talk about it and we can uncover it. And if I kind of get comfortable with it, then we can go there. But um, I mean, what are you supposed to say? Oh, you're a chick who thinks you're a baby, but you're a, what does he want you to do? How would you even approach this? Like, and I'm sure I'm I don't know because I don't look through the fucking um, the list of the phone sex girls, but I'm sure there are girls that have that kind of shit on their bio that say, "Hey, I love baby fetishes and shit like that." And when we booked you for the show originally, I looked at the bio you have on Twitter and I was like, "Okay, she seems like a pretty normal chick from everything she's saying here." Nothing in there says I like to be peed on. Nothing in there says I like to faint. Why are you dudes. judging people that want to get peed on? Man? I'm not saying like anything nothing. bad about that. I'm saying why would they call Ren? I like that. <laughs> I've even got Kenny thinking about it now. Yeah. Um, no, Kenny wants I, to be on Ren. What? No, <laughs> not unless she ask. I have straight out asked guys that. I've been like, there, there. You could use like the search feature and find the girl that specifically offers this. And they straight out tell me like your approachability and your authenticity and your um, like warm nature is what drew me to you. And I really just wanted to see if you know you pee I on me. So, I mean, for enough money, I'll pee on you, Shade. <laughs> you better not, dude. I swear to God, I don't care who pays you. <laughs> well, hold on. You're not the only Wait. person. <laughs> you're not the only person I'll take money from to do it. If we're gonna split this money, how much? That's a Patreon right there. How much That's money will you guys pay for me to pee on Shade? If you're willing to commit to a hundred dollars, I'll pee on his dogs too. Just a You are not peeing on my fucking dogs, dude. <laughs> I would like to point out that he's more sensitive about me peeing on the dogs than him. That's, I know, right? Well, I was saying $100 a month. You have to sign up for a year <laughs> to be able to. It's going to be about $1,200. Oh, you get $1,200 up front. It's a, yeah, it's a one-year contract. You just have to. Well, because we might need to start you recurring. Can, you can get 30. I'm keeping 70. No, dude. It's, I'm the one taking the pee here. <laughs> no, okay? I'm the one taking a pee on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to produce everything. I drink extra juice that day. Doing all the work. You better drink juice too and not fucking eat asparagus or anything <laughs> like that, God. dude. I eat fish for a week. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Like meaty fish, like tuna steaks. Oh my. Drink pineapple juice in case it splatters on his mouth. Nope. <laughs> no, he's going to suffer. That's part of the payment. <laughs> I, I, oh, I recently listened to a podcast where there was this dude talking about going to a kink camp. Um, which is a camp where people go to apparently to explore their kinks and like uh, explore their fainting and all the shit that they're into <laughs> and stuff like that. Their well, scat fetish. He talked about how this was kind of like a rough camp where like some shit might be done to you that you're not okay with. Um, but you just had to go with it because you sign away your rights when you go into it. I'm like, okay, first off, this doesn't sound like a place I'm I would go ever find myself. Rights or no rights. If you try to clip anything on my boys, I'm punching you in the mouth. So, <laughs> well, Get the, that paper clip out of here, you son of a bitch. The guy explains that at one point he gets handcuffed behind his back, put on his knees, and five dudes surround him and start pissing on him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> I was just talking about a little bit of paper clip. <laughs> you just took it to gangbang pee. Right? That's what I'm saying. We went straight from 20 to 65 miles per hour. Um, We're out of the neighborhoods now, boys and girls. We're on the interstate. <laughs> So would you allow five guys to pee on you if they all paid their money on the phone no, sex conversation? I'm not letting anybody pee on me. I have, what I, if it was just a phone sex I have conversation? And set up a line where guys could call in to talk to you about peeing on you. Nope. I'm going down fighting. 
<laughs> on the phone when you don't even have to I'm get chop- peed on? I'm chopping some wiener. Almost had you talked into it. What the hell? I mean, really? Dude, if I guys- I'm only a giver. I'm not a taker. I'll pee mm-hmm. on people. I'm not getting peed on. You pee on me, I'm cutting you. You're just talking about it. Yeah, you're just talking about it with people. Yeah, talking about it leads to them thinking they have rights that they don't have. Kenny, all we're going to do is post this phone number where people can call in and your address. They they have to provide their address first. Not mine, theirs. No, they're going to get your address. Pickaxe is going to be paying them a visit (laughs) on his blade legs. Doink, 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 doink. (laughs) This motherfucker brought the blade legs back. Doink, 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 doink. Well. I need a um, voice modulator for pickaxe, too. Your blade, your blade legs make a different sound than my blade legs. I added that on purpose. It's like when you put your card in the back of your bicycle wheel to make it make oh, noise. Right, that way it's right. so it's creepy. <laughs> <coughs> so the faster I go, the louder the noise gets. Like, dun, 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 dun. So we've explored um, the, show, the, the, the show, The Proposal. Uh, we've explored amputees. I think we all agree that I should get blade legs. <laughs> Yeah. I think we should uh, definitely start calling uh, Kenny Oscar Pistorius. No, not um, killing any pretty women. So unless they try to pee on me without permission. And you I also would, you wouldn't kill me if I tried to pee on you. We can negotiate. I don't uh, think there'll be any negotiation. I think she's going to be like sitting above, like standing no, above getting, you and just I'm, pee on you. Doesn't matter who it is. I'm getting something out of it if I'm going to agree to some crazy shit. <laughs> you're going to get peed on. That's what you're getting out of it. <laughs> Nobody's been peed on me. People are paying to pee on you. Nobody's been, nobody's getting peed on on this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna be watching. <laughs> so you want to be a cuckold in the situation? We just watch everything. Happen? When it comes to getting peed on, sure, yeah. <laughs> Try to use fancy words on me. <laughs> Go ahead, and pee on Shane. That's great. He's right over there. So, Rin, do you have any closing thoughts about amputees or public urination on someone? Blade legs. Blade legs. Pickaxe. Um, My. My closing thoughts would be even if you think it's despicable and freaky and gross and crazy, somebody likes it. And as long as it's not hurting somebody else, then that's okay. But I'm still going to talk shit. Oh, I'm still going to talk crap about you. If you want people to pee on you or poop on you. Chances are I'm going to talk shit whether you like weird shit or not. So you might as well like your weird shit because I'll find something. This motherfucker wears brown socks. <laughs> this motherfucker wears shorts to work. Um, <laughs> Ooh, like a postman. So, Ren, where do you? Uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, Songbird Ren, S O N G B I R D W R E N, not like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> the bird fools the bird. I forgot to tell you guys, my favorite is back. That what? was the highlight of my week. My favorite came back. I'm favorite, still waiting on Kenny. Your but... favorite caller, I'm guessing, or yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, your favorite tie. Your... Did I miss a new show? <laughs> yeah, your your favorite. Is there a show called My Favorite? Her, what what the fuck is happening tie? here? No, remember when I messaged you and I was heartbroken because you. Oh yeah, me? yeah. You well, you talked about how like some dudes just disappear from time to time. Which me and Kenny, I think last time had mentioned that he probably got a girlfriend, and that's why. He was probably all like, oh, I have to go hang out with my girlfriend now. She yeah. she doesn't want me talking phone sex with a girl. Sex, she's going to cut my balls off. Some men, yeah, some men no, like to be he, controlled. Uh, he's married. <laughs> but oh. he's back. See, it's so expensive to to try and do something like this. New phone account where they can't see each other's calls. I mean, that's it. <laughs> 
I, I'm, I, how do you fucking possibly maintain a relationship with a phone sex operator while you're fucking married? That just sounds like crazy pants. The, the, uh, the movie, if you, if you ask me, that just sounds like a lot of fucking work. Some people can multitask better than others. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, the, the decline of modern civilization right there. Agents of chaos. I have a weakness for, I have a weakness for married guys. Fuck. I mean, I have an Ashley Madison account. Married women are fun. Are fun <laughs> in the bed. I mean, they're giving. You have an Ashley Madison account? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm not. Were married. you part of the hack when it got hacked? No, they didn't hack guys like me. I have nothing <laughs> to hide. I'm not married. I'm out there just banging other people's married wives. It's not a political figure, right? Even if I was, I'm not bang. I'm not married. <laughs> I can bang whoever the fuck I want. It's not my marriage. It's their marriage. They're He's trying to get another Stifler's mom. Wow, dude. It wouldn't be the first. <laughs> I know. I've heard. It'd be like the fifth. <laughs> no, I actually kind of flipped the script. Now they're usually younger. I was going to say, you need a younger woman. I think so. <clears throat> they, keep, they, keep me, uh, they keep me youthful. I think, <clears throat> I think she's trying to apply for the position. That's all I'm saying. But I think there's going to have to be a credit card involved. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm poor. Buy me shoes every once in a while. That's, that actually probably comes out financially on top of a normal dating situation, to be honest. Well, guys, we're going to take this offline while Kenny and Ren decide that they're going to uh, negotiate their relationship <laughs> in credit card terms. I'm a free spirit. Get to the chopper! That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Now That I'm Older. I'm here with Kenny. He's decided I'm just taking off my headphones off. off. I have to go. I just told you. I got dirty drawers. We're not still talking about your underwear, Kenny. What the hell? You seek a great fortune. You three who are nigh in change. You will find a fortune. Though it would not be the fortune you seek. But first, first you must travel a long and difficult road. A road fraught with peril. Mm-hmm. You shall see things. Wonderful to tell. You shall see a a cow on the roof of a cotton house. (laughs) And oh, so many startlements. I cannot tell you how long this road shall be, but fear not the obstacles in your path. For fate has vouchsafed your reward. Though the road may wind, Yea, you hearts grow weary, still shall ye follow the way, even unto your salvation.